Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Podcast. We are here for another short segment, and we are going to be discussing Brian Danielson's AEW in-ring debut, which happened this past week. And I'm kind of excited to talk about this. Um, I don't know how you two are feeling about it, but um, I thought it was pretty, you know, I mean, yay. We kind of are finally seeing him in AEW, which is what so many of us have been wanting for such a long time. Um, so I want to start this off with Amy. So what did you think of the match? Do you think it could have been any better than what it was? Or is this what you expected or what you were, you know, thinking that you were going to see? Oh, man. So many. It, keep it short. Um, it was better than expected. I got everything I could. I wanted from the match, plus things I didn't even know I wanted. Um, the American Dragon is back. Like Dan- mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan is no more. Brian Danielson, the da- uh, American Dragon, is back. He's more vicious. He's doing all the stuff that he did in Ring, and o- Ring of Honor. Um, and not only that, Kenny Omega kind of brought back the Kenny Omega that went against Okada in New Japan, mm-hmm. and like a very strong, stiff style. And just, oh, some of the hits in this match just, like, had me cringing. Like, I think when he did the, um, the suplex onto the LED boards, I, like, mm-hmm. honestly went, like, oh, my God, Daniel Bryan's already repaired spine. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just sitting there, like, oh, my God. Like, he's dead. Um, yeah. And just, like, the pacing throughout the match was just, like, I didn't think that they could hold it on for that long because, like, there was no surprise to me how it ended with the 30 minute draw. Like I I thought that was the way it needed to end because I want Mm -hmm. this feud to continue. And I want like now that Kenny Omega can be the chicken shit heel that Mm -hmm. he's been around this match um, and be like, no, you don't get a rematch or anything like that. Um, Right. So the pacing of this match within five minutes, um, Brian was already bleeding out of his chest like not bleeding but like blood vessels it was great yeah um that moment at the beginning where it was just them sitting in the ring for like the first two minutes yes oh my god like I've never uh someone equated to uh was it uh Rock Hogan Mm. um that moment and like yeah I felt that like just feeling the energy brought like as someone walking in it gave you chill exactly like that like even I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that Mm -hmm. just wait until they can be in front of a crowd as big as Rock Hogan I know like and that was a pretty big crowd like and they didn't let up at all during the match no not at all um if I'm really really nitpicking and I know there's reasoning behind why they didn't do it because they, they didn't want to telegraph the ending, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they didn't count down like 20 minutes, 10 minutes or 15 minutes, five minutes remaining. Or they only did, I think, one minute remaining. And it wasn't even that audible on the TV. I only found out because right. I listened to someone comment on that. I get why they didn't want to do that because they didn't want the crowd to 
lose interest in the match. They didn't want to remind yep. the crowd that, oh, this is probably- There's going only to so much time left, right? Yeah. Although that, right. that could have brought a lot more suspense to the match. Yeah. Going the it other- could have. I guess just playing devil's advocate at that yeah. point, like- Definitely. The, the crowd gets more into it because maybe there's a, a last second pin or something yeah. like that. Um, if they didn't want to do it with the crowd, I wish they did it on TV. Like, I wish they at least at least had like a time clock or something that pops yeah. up every now and then. Yeah, because like to me, the um, ending came a little bit abrupt. If you weren't paying attention to the fact that they said the one minute mark, and like I said, it was barely audible on TV. Yeah. Right. Um. So when they rang the bell, it felt a little bit like, uh, no, no. And then you realize yeah. what happened. And I guess maybe that's a good thing because you're not sitting yeah. there like, oh man, it's going to go to a anticipating it. Yeah. 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 But that's just me nitpicking. I thought it was perfect in every way. I would think it's like the best AEW match that wrestled. Um, I think it's probably going to stay match of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've yeah, seen I've... several several people tweeting saying that easily they think that was match of the year. And I mean, it was a great match. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not always somebody who will sit and watch a full wrestling show. I'm not somebody that, you know, will just sit there and be totally invested in a match without, you know, getting up to go do something, coming back, you know, whatever. And it's I tough actually nowadays. sat... And it is. And I actually sat and I watched that match. I felt like I was just as invested, you know, watching this match as the people who were there watching this match. And then, and the crowd was like, it's something, it's something everybody's wanted to see for so long. Yeah, it is. It is. And now that we finally got, nobody wanted to look away. Yeah, definitely. And then speaking of not telegraphing the ending, how smart is AEW for putting it at the beginning? Because if they left it for the main event, and there's 30 minutes left until the show ends. Everyone Everybody knows Everybody was going to know. Yep. Every, but at yeah. least if it's Everybody in the beginning, it could have ended in five minutes. And it would have been like, holy shit. Like, yeah. So I, good um, on Nate knowing that. I actually, I, I agree with you. I think it was it was excellent. The match was, they, they worked very well together. Um, I think that it did a great job of, you know, bringing Brian Danielson into this new federation, into this, like, you know, new rebranded image of him that we want to see. And it kind of, you know, has given, it gave us what we wanted. Um, and, and then some. And I think that ending the match in a draw was such a good decision because you don't have, you know, Kenny Omega winning. You don't have Brian Danielson winning. You have a freaking draw, which means that we're going to see more of this. Mm-hmm in the future and i think that how many times do you get a draw in wwe you don't (laughs) and not only did the the, it ended the draw there was no decisive winner it's not like he had him in the lock and he was tapping right right now they they were wrestling and they were still yeah like it was it was great and then i mean like you know the at the end there when like the young bucks and adam cole came out and that whole ordeal like i just think it definitely is is setting up the the debut that fans have been wanting to see Mm -hmm. um which kind of brings me to my next question um do we think that having him face Kenny Omega as his first opponent is you know the best decision that they could have made why or why not will I'm coming to you I mean if they to me ratings wise yes absolutely yes 
moving forward, I guess depending on where they go with it, maybe maybe it wasn't the best move because you're you're playing your your best hand right away. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you can do this match a hundred times and you'll get a hundred mm-hmm. different matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're never gonna get the same match out of these two guys. Yeah. So they yeah. they can wrestle as many times as they want and they will put on a different show every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Amy, how do you feel about that? I think go with Daniel Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, coming into <laughs> AEW. It's like, weird. There's no plausible way that he's not in the main event. Right. He he's Brian Danielson. Um so I think by and like coming into AEW, that's the first match that everyone like when he was rumored in, there was like, we want to see Kenny Omega, Brian Daniels. Like we want to see that match. So I think doing it now and especially making it non-title and then also having the mm-hmm. time limit draw, I think is a smart decision because it, you're prolonging the feud, but you're giving the fans what they want to see. You're not teasing them. You just, just freaking give it to them. Cause like, yeah, there are other feuds they could develop and like, marinate for a while but this one could be the main thing that is like a flagship on the show so right like, I, I think it was a smart decision to give it that yeah I, I agree it definitely gave the fans what they wanted to see and then on top of that too the way that you look at it whether he continues to feud with Kenny Omega you know for the time being down the line or whatever and then ends up having that championship match or they just kind of pop him in here and there and put him against somebody else they can always come back to him and Kenny Omega based off of this match where they can say, you know, neither one of us won. And, mm-hmm. you know, that way you can't have Kenny Omega say, well, I already beat you. So what do I need to defend my title against you for? Or you won't have, you know, Brian Danielson coming in saying, well, I beat you. So now I deserve a title shot. Like, it's just kind of a good way to integrate that, put him in the picture and then, you know, slowly kind of build up that feud and, you know, give him a title shot down the line. So I, I was highly impressed with it. And I do think that, it was good. I mean, you also, because of who he is, you want him to come in facing a strong competitor because you want to be able to see what he can do. And you want to be able to give him that element of differentiating himself coming from WWE and moving into AEW. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was executed very, very well in that match. Um, I mean, they they did the same thing with Cole's debut Mm -hmm. last week. They gave him Kazarian, which is you put him in there with a guy that you know he can one he can work with, yeah. And two, a guy that's experienced enough to keep up with him. Right, right, right. And and I think that that means a lot as opposed to putting him with just you know any old buddy to fill a slot. And yeah. I mean, we got to see his his technique and his talent, and we got to see him be a little bit more brutal and vicious. Um, and it was great. The um, absolute balls that Tony Khan has to make this <laughs> to, to have this match free on cable. This big, yeah, they're this big. <laughs> They've got to be, and they just sit in his lap. <laughs> oh my god! No, you you made a great point there. This was this is not a pay per view. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we had a pay per view quality match on cable yeah it was great um with with that being said and the you know discussing the size of tony Khan balls, <laughs> um, how do we think that um that this debut match 
is setting the course for his career moving forward in AEW. Do we think that we're going to continue to see these, you know, tear down the house type of, you know, matches every single time he's in the ring? Do we think that, you know, this is going to give him the ability to have established a name for himself, which I think it has? Um, or do we think that, you know, we're just going to see him pop in here and there and not do much? Go ahead, Will. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I will, I will do you one better and say not only will this match propel Daniel Bryan's career, but I think this match moving forward could could propel AEW ahead of WWE. I think okay. the way it, just the way that AEW is doing things right now, they're listening to what their fan like what their fans want and they're giving them what their fans want. So they're pulling in the ratings for it. Mm-hmm. I think Moving forward, if they if I mean they don't have to keep just giving the fans what they want, but if they keep giving us good storylines like this, they're giving they're consistently giving us a better product mm-hmm. than WWE is, and they've they already have. I mean, personally, they already have the better in ring product. They've they've needed that storyline based, uh, right? Like a con story storyline based content that yeah they really didn't have starting off right right amy follow up oh man <laughs> um well going back to like daniel bryan and like his future starting forward i do believe he, right yeah god damn it <laughs> i had alcohol i drink it um no um so daniel Ryan Danielson. Ryan Danielson. It's tough. <laughs> it is. It's really hard. Um, I see him adapting this style that he he uh, sh- showcased during this match. This more brutal New Japan style, like less uh, regard for everybody in the ring um, style. I don't see him like being in singles matches very often because mm-hmm. that style, as he learned going to WWE has a shelf life and that's one of the reasons why he retired the first time um so i see him being in a lot of pairings they obviously have um the um jurassic express i almost said lucha express um jurassic (laughs) express like (laughs) put around him and things like that so that'd be a good way to elevate those guys to that main event like or tag team title picture um and like going off of what uh, Will said like it's just a smart move to keep him on TV and wrestling because like yeah uh, the one thing that bothers me is just like fans will be like oh it's just done to pop a rating I'm like yeah but it's also good TV that's why it's popping yeah. the rating like mm-hmm. it's a good thing like if the, if WWE was doing like putting on this product they wouldn't be in the hole they're in now so right. like Maybe. I have no problem with them doing stuff like this to pop a rating and like we've mentioned before AW only has four pay-per-views a year but they yeah. have these special shows like Grand Slam that was last night. That, so why not give these awesome matches on free TV? They've, so. yeah. They obviously ran NXT off of Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. They've been consistently beating Raw left and right, mm-hmm. ratings wise. They're coming close to beating SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the key demo. Yeah. Eventually, I think eventually they will start to overtake WWE as a whole. And then hopefully that puts the fire under WWE's ass. 
yeah. to make the, the, the necessary changes and yeah. do what they need to do. Because if, if not, then yikes. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a sure. sad death. Well, but... USA and um, Fox are reportedly very underwhelmed with what the product that they're getting for their money. So I would be too. So yeah. I mean, from a business perspective, you want to be able to say that your network is producing the best. Yeah. And if you don't have the ratings that show it, I mean, you're going to be upset about it. So I think the lack of competition that WWE's had for so long has it's made of, them arrogant. It, it's not, not only that, it's made them complacent. Yeah. That too. But it's also made them arrogant. Yeah. As in, you know, I mean, we all know Vince still thinks well, that he is the best in the business and that there is no comparison, but he was, we have he's a been like that ever now. since the day he was born. So. Yeah, he, yeah, he came out the womb thinking that, you know, he was too good for running the, the way that he, but... had, that he always does. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, speaking about, you know, what this does for the future, um, for Brian Danielson. God, it's so hard to get used to. Um, who who would you guys like to see, you know, see him face uh, moving forward? Are there anybody, you know, anyone in particular that's standing out to you that you want to see a killer match, um, you know, with him? Amy? Well, obviously Griff Garrison. <laughs> no, um, I'm really excited for his pairing with Jungle Boy because I want to see that match. Like, and I yeah. feel like he, he will elevate Jungle Boy and, and refine his skills. Um, also, probably more than that, Sammy Guevara. I want to see that match. Mm. I want it. Because Sammy Guevara isn't afraid yeah. of, like, taking lickings in, in a match. Right, so. right. Yeah. Right, there's a moth flying around my camera. <laughs> and it's bothering me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, but yeah, there's a Will, long list. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. A, it's, it's a lengthy list. I mean, they have some very good talent over there, so it's understandable. Will? I want to see the rematch between them, between Danielson and Adam Cole, but on, mm. on AEW for them to really showcase what they can do. Yeah. yeah. And I think we'll see that before we see the next Kenny Omega versus Danielson. I think... Yeah. With him being in the click, I think that's going to be like a, I don't mm-hmm. want to say stepping zone because that's sometimes a, a, a negative thing, but like, it's like on the obstacle. way, uh, yeah. yeah, an obstacle. There you go. It's For, a, it's, <laughs> I guess if you, if you would say, because they've already used it, a labor of yeah. <laughs> getting back to Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. But also I, um... I would love to see Brian Danielson versus Orange Cassidy. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. It would have to be after this Kenny Omega stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I actually didn't even think of that, but now, like, you yeah. really got like you. Oh my god! Oh yeah. What a, that would be oh man! I, all right, I'll let you go. I have more. <laughs> Two of the most yes. over people just. Like... Just going at it. All right, oh. Amy. You what said you have Pac? more. Pock. Him and Pock yeah. going out. Oh my god, that'd be such a painful match to watch. There, there's literally a ye old troll of names that I can pull out. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, but the thing the thing with with Brian Danielson is that he you can put him in the ring with just about anybody. Yeah, and 
he is going to adapt to you know their style and their techniques and be able to make it work so I mean at this point I feel like putting him in a match with just about anybody on that roster I'm actually not going to sit there and have to ask who booked this shit because I'm not going to care because I think it's going to be good I'm actually really curious to see like I I don't he he's really good and he can make it work but him and MJF I just don't see having a match no I see I need, to, so, I need to see him. I need to see Brian Danielson with the mic in his hand a little more. Yeah. Because they can, if they can go back and forth on the mic, they'll make it work in the ring. Yeah. Very true. Very true. But like, honestly, right now you could, you could put him in the ring with anybody on that roster and you'll get a, a really good match. Yeah. In, I mean, it would be decent. Opinion. Like even Jericho being 52 years old, they'll still oh, tear yeah. the house down. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that would actually Hell, that would you that could probably put him in there with Paul White and they'll tear the house down. Put him in there with Sting. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> tear the freaking house down. Together, you know what dawned on me yesterday? Like, what was that? Sting looks like the total like a dad, like just wearing a t-shirt, <laughs> just wearing a fucking t-shirt with his gear. I was just watching the match and I was just like, he's just some dude with a t-shirt. Like, he's not even wearing full <laughs> oh my gear. God. One of these days, he's going to pop up in there. It's going to be the tucked-in t-shirt with a cargo short. Oh, and he's going to have on a pair of New Balances. Oh, man. <laughs> Him and Darby God, are my favorite not. father-son with, duo. With, with face paint. With face paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lord. Oh, man. Well, I am 100% satisfied with, with this debut. This is probably one that I've been looking forward to. More than more than just you know any debut that we've heard of you know thus far doesn't get um, much better. No, mm. it doesn't. And I mean, I know a lot of people were really gunning to have CM Punk there, but for me, it, it was it was to see Brian Danielson show up and to see him, you know, be in a company where he has a little bit more you know say in what he's doing, and to just be able to enjoy being a wrestler and be a performer. And I think he got that. I mean, the fans were so into that match. And you Uh. could tell that he felt that. Like, just by the way that you watch people wrestle, you can always tell when when they're definitely working the crowd and the crowd is doing it for them. And I definitely think that, that he had that moment last night. So I'm hoping that you know, he is happy and that this is, you know, everything that he is expecting it to be because this is more than what I expected it to be. Yeah. So that's it. And that's all, baby. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Well, that is Ted's going to field day editing that. Oh, he's going to hate me so much. I love it um yeah that is our our mini segment here of uh brian danielson's debut and i still cannot call him brian danielson without having to stop it's weird you have to think about it but that was it folks um tell us in the comments what you guys thought about it and do your thing like subscribe share follow us on social media buy some shirts at what a maneuver buy some ccw tickets donate to bryce um what 
I'm, I'm just saying fucking buy it. Oh. <laughs> I, like Amy I do this every show. <laughs> oh, do you? I'm sorry. I don't pay attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Check out Sportswire and listen to us wherever podcasts. Oh my God. There's Come off back. Wherever, wherever podcasts can be found. But I promise you, it's much more entertaining if you watch us on YouTube. And we will catch you guys next time.